beautiful soul. So glad you have joined me today for my solo episode, which you will notice I will be doing a lot more for you. I have been meaning to create more solo episodes for you for a long time and I've now just prioritized prioritized and created the time and space to create more of them. And I've had a lot of fun actually recording these as lives on and, and podcasts at the same time. So if you see me go live on Instagram, jump on and say hi, because I'm probably recording an episode, which means you can ask me a question live and it'll be answered on the podcast. How cool is that? This allows me to just serve you at my highest and ensure I'm always giving you the best value on my platforms. I just love when you are asking me questions, giving me feedback, telling me what you want to hear more about. So make sure you jump onto those. Before I jump in and talk about today's topic, which I know you will love, I want to remind you that the doors to the online boss builder course are officially closing today. Okay, so if you have an online business and you want to hit 100K this year, I will be teaching you the method which combines mindset, energy, and strategy in a high-touch coaching environment at 50% off the price of future launches. This is my VIP round for my foundation students who will be getting the most out of me for the lowest price. There will be payment plans and all of those things available, so make sure you click on the link in my show notes. It's also on my Instagram bio, in my Instagram bio, and fill in the last spot. If you are my soul line client, you know I'm speaking to you. So DM me also with any questions you have. But today's episode, I will be talking about how I have personally uh, recovered or uh, from the hustle mentality addiction. So I completed an Enneagram test recently, which is like a personality test. Um, literally the other day I did this for one of my coaching certifications and I am a type four on the Enneagram and type fours often have this limiting belief that is, if I am having too much fun, it is probably too good to be true. And if it's easy, it's too good to be true. And becoming aware of that has really allowed me to go deeper with my healing this part of myself and this belief so that I can demonstrate to my amazing clients that you can build a badass business in complete flow with ease, fun, and grace. Why many women, not all women, but many women don't feel like they can thrive in a nine to five or corporate job, especially once they become mothers, if they so choose to, um, is because I have learned that the structure of it can really go against our feminine core nature. The way most working environments are structured are extremely masculine and not much room for the feminine energy to thrive. So they don't create much space for the feminine energy to thrive. There is nothing bad about the masculine. In fact, we actually need it. It just needs to be balanced with the feminine. And when it's not, we tip the scale into the too much of one thing basket and too much of any one thing is always bad. So we experience extreme burnout, stress and overwhelm. And this was a place I functioned in for a very long time. So I'm wanting to help women understand their feminine core better and learn to realign with it. Men often thrive or thrive better in a highly masculine container because their core energy is masculine. But that does not mean they don't need feminine energy either. And often women, when they're in their feminine, serve as a beautiful reminder and balance to counteract that uh, masculine energy dominance in men too. So it does not mean men are better than women or women are better than men. It just means women just don't know how to harness their feminine power to work in a way that is productive as fuck, but still in flow. So we can have it all 
just in a different way. And we can be equal and different. And I think for women, we have gone too far into the masculine in order to prove that we can have it all. The business, the life, the fitness relationships, just like men. But do we want to be doing it just like men? I don't think we do. Because I think most women, again, have got that feminine core energy. So in this episode, I'm going to share my tips on how I've restored and returned back to my feminine core energy um, and what I've been doing to promote more of my feminine energy um, and embrace it in my business as well. Okay, let's tune in. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. Welcome everyone from listening in from the podcast as well. So this is an IGTV live podcast recording and I'm going to be talking about overcoming the hustle mentality addiction and specifically sharing some tips on how I have worked on overcoming my addiction to the hustle mentality to actually being addicted to stress, Um, which is interesting because a lot of people think that addictions are only for drugs or alcohol or actually physically doing something but we can actually become emotionally addicted as well when we have continuously elicited the same emotion over and over and over again our bodies create a habit out of it one that is not very easy for us to get out of and hence we become addicted to the emotion. So it's our goal to emotion. And for me, for a really long time, and I know for a lot of other women listening in, this was stress. So I will share a little bit about my story if you don't know me already. So I am a business coach now, certified life coach as well. But prior to being a life and business coach, I was working in a corporate job. And so from school, I went to uni, studied media international studies. And then from there, even while I was um, studying, I was working. And from there, I uh, went into my corporate job and I spent six years sort of climbing the corporate ladder, working my way up. Lots of long hours um, and the whole structure now looking back at the way that we, uh, that our workspace operated was very robotic, very go, go, go to the point where we would even count seconds between 
the calls that we're taking in the call center. This was a KPI. Like we would actually monitor how much time people spent being unproductive throughout the day. And I was you know, part of, and and it was very necessary in order to grow this kind of business. Um, and in order to make money in a call center, you do need to take as many calls as possible. So I was a team leader in this position and I actually, um, worked with a lot of people on their productivity. And for a long time, and now I kind of understand why is probably who struggled with, you know, that need to be super productive all the time was mostly the girls and the women in my team. Um, and I'm going to go into a little bit as to why that is, but coming from my corporate job, having my two boys and then having this, what the fuck moment that I know a lot of people have gone through and a lot of women have experienced having babies. Like what is my life? What I'm meant to be doing? I, even when I was, when I had my children and I was required to really surrender, especially in the first few months to be still, to attend to my baby's needs, to just kind of let all of my expectations of my day go. That was really hard for me because I had just spent years creating so much structure, um, living a life that had so many, uh, I guess boundaries and yeses and nos and when I could go in for a tea break and how many minutes I went over my lunch, planning every, basically going from scheduling every part of my day to then being asked to just like kind of go with the flow. It was really, 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 really hard for me. And in fact, it's probably what I struggled with most in my first few years of having Xavier. Um, However, it taught me a lot and it taught me a lot in the sense that I actually was really craving so much of this flow and this spontaneity in my life, this ability to just let life be because the more I was fighting against it with my first son, the more I got frustrated that, you know, our mornings didn't go as planned or I couldn't catch up with for coffee with my girls um, because, you know, baby would do a poo at the last minute or whatever it was. Maybe perhaps they didn't sleep so, you know, out very well. So we needed to sleep at home. I really struggled with like, I, I was having so much resistance come up with having to just surrender to the moment that it actually showed me that this is exactly what I needed in my life, that having a baby, although it's hard work, didn't have to be so hard. And I was making it so hard by expecting to have so much structure from when baby slept to what he ate, to the mood that he was in. All of those things just created more suffering for me. Out of baby number two in the mix, which was Thomas. And then she got really real. I was like, whoa, was required to surrender even more. Like, what plans? There was no strategy for the first year of having both boys. Um, welcome ladies who have joined in and feel free to drop in any questions. So I'm just talking about overcoming the hustle mentality addiction and how I work through that myself and lost my child thought. So yeah, so I had to surrender. I was required to surrender and what that became really hard. So then when I decided to skip forward a little bit, skip forward a year and a bit, when I finally decided that my calling was coaching, um, and it was something I was doing in my corporate job already, but I just wanted to be doing it, um, on a different level and working with women, um, and helping them with mindset. Um, once I created my own business, 
This was a whole nother ball game of surrender again, because I had in business, you have very little control of outcome in, I guess, in, in your everyday, like you basically go in with blind faith, showing up on social media, giving value, giving value, um, without knowing what you're going to expect, without knowing what to expect, without knowing how much engagement you're going to get. You will create, um, eBooks, containers, masterclasses, not sure, not knowing who is going to show up. And that again, requires to required me to release even more control and surrender even more but it was so freaking hard and again I was resisting and resisting and what that ended up turning into the first part of my business in my business was okay if I just work really hard every moment of my day there has to be a result there has to be a result if I just fill up every free minute that I have with work then obviously I'm going to you know, get a better result in my business. So that's what I began doing. And I know a lot of solo entrepreneurs, um, especially women who haven't outsourced yet or began to grow a team at the beginning of their business. That's exactly what they're doing too. We feel like, cause we have this belief that the harder we work, the more we work in the day, the more we, even if it isn't income producing activities, if we're just hustling, then that's got to equal money. And that stems from our upbringings, what we see in the media, what we've seen in TV shows. Um, but a lot of that is portraying the masculine energy way. The corporate world is very much built on supporting the masculine energy way. And there is nothing wrong with masculine energy. We all need it. Um, we need it as a container, even so, for example, for women, majority of women, not all women, but approximately 90% of women have a feminine core, but because of society and because of the nature of our jobs and how we work, we are more tapped in and embodying the, our masculine energies. So both men are in their masculine energy and more women are becoming to embody more of their masculine energy. You know, think about how our mornings start, ladies, especially if you have kids, even if you don't have kids, but especially if you have kids, you wake up and you're like, okay, I got to get the lunchbox ready. I got to get this. I got to get that done. This has got to all be this certain way. And we've got to leave at this point in our time in the morning. And if we don't, and if things don't go right, that's where we have stress. That's where we're running, you know, um, with our kids in tow, throwing the bags in the car, trying to put our heels. And then we've forgotten something and we feel all frazzled and stressed out. All of that wreaks havoc for our hormones, first of all, because we're already starting our day in this heightened, stressed out state. But that's actually a state that men thrive in. So in the morning, men's hormones act in a way that allows them to be the most productive, the most go, 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 whilst women actually have a completely different hormonal system, which is our infradian rhythm, which is a monthly cycle where not every morning, not every day is the same. Yes, we might have those days that are more productive, but then there are other days where we're completely not. And I will save that for another life, the infradian rhythm and, uh, you know, sinking your life in with your cycle, but just staying with this. So men tend to be more, most men, not all men, but most men tend to have a more masculine core, which means that they thrive off doing, um, 
uh, being purposeful, working in a linear and rigid way. They're full of direction and focused energy. Whilst the feminine energy is all about receiving. It is about um, the need for having more pleasure, um, more play in their lives. Um, the feminine energy is about more flow and more, go- you know, that phrase like going with the flow. That is what the feminine energy craves. And we need the both energies in life. And we need to embody like m- more men with masculine, uh, with masculine energy cores need to embody that more and more women need to embody the feminine core more in order for us to have balance in the world because otherwise there'll be a tipping point and that's where everything gets really crazy and we can kind of already see that because a lot of people are struggling with um anxiety with stress with overwhelm with burnout Hey girlfriend, do you have a thousand little notebooks that you have collected from Kmart or that cute little stationery shop online, but you can never quite seem to put pen to paper for a journaling practice, even though you know that all of the most highly successful and effective people recommend journaling. But when you sit down, does your mind just go blank? It's okay, sister. Your girl has got your back. I know all the feels and have been there. So what I did was created a super effective 30 days of journal prompts so you can quite literally journal your way to a more successful version of yourself starting today. It covers everything from visualization to breaking bad habits, setting intentions and releasing limiting beliefs. No more chewing on the end of that pen, writing boring affirmations that feel like you are lying to yourself as you write them down. You know the ones I'm talking about, guys. Get your copy in your inbox now and head on over to the link in my show notes. A lot of men probably don't feel like they're supported by the feminine because the feminine is also in full embodiment of the masculine. So you're coming home after your crazy ass days at work and in your jobs and you're both in your masculine that's not going to work. And that's where you're fighting. You're irritable. You get angry at each other. You get tired and then you just, whatever, life just feels really, really hard. Okay. So I don't even know. I've probably gone into tangent, but just bringing it back again, like I was talking about my story. When I started my business, I really struggled with with surrender, with having two kids, with allowing myself to be in more of my feminine. And I still was bringing all this corporate world stuff that I left behind and was a reason why I couldn't do it anymore because I had severe anxiety. I had the burnout, but I was still bringing it into my business. And this is where the addiction comes in. When you continuously are in the practicing the same emotional state over and over again, which I was, I was constantly stressed. I was always go, 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 go. When you do that over and over and over again, it becomes a habit because you think the same and then you feel the same and you feel the the same and then you think the same over and over again. So if you're constantly feeling the emotions of stress, um, of being scared of lack of control, of feeling like everything needs to have its place and you are constantly needing to do in order to survive and succeed, then that will become your constant state of being. And even if you're trying to change and walk away from that, it'll be really hard without you being aware of what's going on because you'll try to recreate it everywhere. doesn't matter how, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced, if you resonate with this, but even going on a holiday and then struggling to just rest, 
to just relax because your body is so used to producing stress and producing the stress hormones and the doing. Yeah, and that's why we struggle. We talk about actually doing nothing and why that's so hard. And there's a problem there because we can't always all be doing something. And if that was healthy for us, then we wouldn't be expect experiencing so much burnout, so much anxiety and so much overwhelm in our lives at the moment. So I think I'm just checking back on my notes. I'm not going off on too many tangents, but I think I've covered this up, but women and even some men are not thriving from this hard hustle and more women than ever experiencing this burnout, anxiety, increased levels of stress from trying to juggle all of the things in life in order to prove that they can. And we can, but we can do this in a completely different way, being respectful of our feminine core. Okay. And again, not all women, I'm speaking just for the majority of women who are currently more in their masculine energy, but have naturally a more feminine core. So I just wanted to share, I guess, some tips with you on what I've done in order to, I guess, uh, recover from this mentality and some of the things that I've put into my days and my business and my work and my life days to embody more of my feminine and allow me over time to really release this need to always be in my masculine controlling energy. So I'm going to share some tips with you guys so that it's nothing drastic and something that you can ease into. So life can be a little bit more pleasurable. And so you're not always feeling like you're stressed out and everything is falling apart because it's not. And the reason why you feel that way is because you're not embodying your feminine energy and just allowing things to be. So my number one tip is release the guilt on allowing yourself to enjoy your day. So, and allow yourself to literally say in the morning, F the structure. Okay. For me, I know that I was creating a lot more stress in my day by trying to make it perfect, by trying to make my workday perfect, by trying to be, look, and there's got to be like, you, there's going to be a, you got to be reasonable with this. So I have clients, I need to be at my desk at a certain time, but perhaps being at my desk an hour early and having to be there an hour early every day so that I could do my morning routines or my rituals or read my emails, maybe I could let that part go. There's going to be non-negotiables and like, I also want to um, preface and say that you have to have some masculine energy to hold your feminine energy and to have your feminine feel safe. You have to have a masculine container. So you still need to have some form of a schedule. I'm not asking you to throw away your schedules completely or routines completely. It's good to have some routine. It's good to have some structure, but just not being so rigid with it. But also most importantly, what I was saying there was releasing guilt on allowing myself to enjoy more of my day. What I was doing before was I was forcing myself I like if I was enjoying my work day, I would start thinking to myself, this was too good to be true. I'm not, I can't possibly be making money in my business if I'm having fun. So I had to really work on releasing that limiting belief using timeline therapy, hypnosis, and other methods that I am also certified in and that I believe that actually work by tapping into your subconscious mind. I had to release that belief first, release the guilt around actually having more joy and fun because that is the feminine energy way to enjoy, to have fun, to feel more pleasure in my day. So that would look like if I was sitting on my desk for two hours, 
and I was getting starting to feel a little bit antsy, like just a little bit over my day, I would actually make myself get up and I would go for a walk or I would allow myself to, you know, while I had the house to myself to run myself a bath or I would make myself a delicious snack or a tea and just sit in the sun for a moment, whatever it was that could bring me more fun or pleasure into my day. If I was feeling a little bit tired in the morning and I skipped my workout, it might mean that I would book in a Pilates session later in that day. God forbid I would do this before because that would just mean that I cannot possibly be successful. Um, I'm having too much fun. There is too much enjoyment in my day. So releasing guilt on having fun, okay? And forcing yourself to have more fun and less structure and being okay with things not going your way throughout your work day. I've just been graceful about it. Like, of course. Okay, cool. I got to my desk half an hour later today. Um, everything's fine. I'll make it work. Allowing my husband to look after me more. Okay. So I used to feel like I needed to do everything around the house, the washing, the cleaning, the cooking, every, everything. And then I would get resentful and snappy about it and be like, what are you doing sitting on the couch? Or um, how dare you not help me or my husband doesn't help me or support me and all these things. These are just stories that we've made up and we do it to ourselves, ladies. Like actually allow your partner, your boyfriend, your husband, whoever it is in your life um, or whoever is holding the masculine energy container in your life as your romantic partner to look after you. You know, I allow my husband last night, he cooked dinner. Um, we've got a cleaner, so... He doesn't even do that, but the cleaner does that. Um, I allow him, I ask him to give me like a back rub when we're lying down on the couch together. I ask him for things and I receive and I receive the help. Okay. That's another one. Clocking off and embodying my feminine energy at the end of the workday. So I do embody more of my masculine energy in my work to get things done. Otherwise I'd just be like, la di da get nothing done. So I do have a little bit more of a masculine container in my work day. But what I will do is at the end of my work day, I will do a grounding exercise, just a moment of mindfulness where I will embody more of my feminine. And I will just literally just bring in more of that feminine energy into my body and then kind of go about my night with my family in my feminine energy because my kids need me in my feminine my husband needs me in my feminine and those nights that I do do that and remember to do that we get along much better it it is a much more pleasant evening because again my husband will be more in the do 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 he'll be getting things done get the kids to bed run their baths and I'll be like yep okay but if they're having a moment that's cool and not allowing um all of the chaos of the evening bedtime routine get me down or get me stressed out because stress and again this will be for another episode I was going on a huge tangent but stress wreaks absolute havoc on our hormones ladies and it it is one of the biggest causes for a lot of our physiological diseases today. So we need to minimize our stress. And the best way to do that is be more in our feminine energy. Okay. So F the structure, enjoy more fun, enjoy more fun, allow my husband to look after me, clocking off and embodying my feminine energy. Okay. And then allowing more being less controlling and letting go of control. So that kind of ties into what I've already spoken about, but you need to create space. And this actually, um, 
This actually ties into business as well and creating in your business. When you are filling up every part of your calendar with a rigid, rigid structure and you're miserable and you begin resenting your business because you feel like you've just tied your hands down to all these things that you have to do and it's always to do, to do, to do, to do and you're running behind and you feel burnt out and there's just so many different hats that you're wearing, okay? You are not actually creating space and allowing yourself to receive anything back from what it is that you're doing. So the women that I work with often get into this toxic cycle of again, doing, 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 but they don't actually stop to receive. And then they're like, but I don't have clients. I'm not making any sales. And their energy, because in the quantum, all we are is energy, right? Their energy is one of scarcity, of lack, of fear. And what are you going to attract when you're in that stressed, fearful state? More things and more evidence that are going to prove give you reasons to be more stressed about. So it's important that we allow, allow more, allow, allow those clients to come, allow the customers to find you, create the space. Don't be so controlling of the timeline of when, just trust that it's going to happen. This has been a massive mindset and embodiment shift for me to just allow, to stop being so freaking fixated on the result in my business every single day and just let it happen. The right women, the soul aligned women that need my help are going to find me. The women that want to grow their businesses to 100K a year are going to find me. I don't know how, I don't care, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm just going to allow it to happen. And all I'm going to do is focus on having more fun in my day, bringing more pleasure into my day and taking aligned action in my business every day. That's all that matters. And I'm going to trust that that is enough because when you're in that hustle and go, go, go mentality, you're actually in the place of lack of trust. You feel like you always have to do more in order to succeed. You're you're in that scarce energy. You're like, I have to do something. Otherwise, I'm scared that I'm not going to get the results that I want. And usually the work and what you create and your conversations with your ideal clients and customers during that time is often like one of scarce energy as well. And then you're always going to repel people away from you and your business too. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to women that have actually landed clients in service-based businesses, for example, when they actually were in this energy of, I don't care, I'm just going to trust. If they're the right customer, they're going to sign up. If they're not, they're not. More often than not, those calls are the ones that land them the clients. They're the ones where you're like, I have to, I have to. What's my strategy? How do I close this sale? Right? So be allow more, be less controlling and let go of control, let go of expectations a little bit more in your day and in your business. Then bringing in more pleasure into my workspace. So working more outside. I think we just forget when we're in our businesses, how much control and the whole purpose of starting our businesses and working for ourselves has often been for that freedom. So we actually have the freedom to choose the environment in which we work in. I choose to work outside. I choose to get more natural sun. I choose to light up the candles because I can. Um, You know, my essential oils, bring them out, put the diffuser on, change up my environment. If I'm sick of my home and I'm not feeling the energy, I'll go to a cafe. Whatever it is that's going to bring me more pleasure in my day and it's going to make me feel really supported while I'm working in flow, 
is what I do. And then syncing my work. So what I eat and my exercise to my cycle. And this is going to be a podcast for another day, but this is something I've recently been incorporating a lot more. And oh my God, it has been life-changing for my energy, for my period, um, for my moods, and just, just being in this, like, I don't know, feel like it's done a lot of beautiful healing for my body. So basically get to know, I'll save this for another day in another, um, podcast episode, but Sinking my work, what I eat and my exercise to my cycle means knowing my infradian rhythm, my menstrual cycle, knowing where I am at hormonally in my cycle and using that to my advantage. So not seeing it as a disadvantage, but using it to my advantage because different phases in our cycle allow us to work in different ways, in different ways that are going to make us successful in life, in business and whatever other goals you have in life. So... I'm going to leave that there because again, that'll be, that's a whole topic for another day. But if you have questions around cycle syncing to your work, eating or exercise, drop them in the comments here, DM me. I don't mind. I love a good DM conversation and I'll make sure I uh, put up a podcast recording all about this too. It's something I'm really becoming passionate about and supporting women in their businesses and lives, um, incorporating the infradium rhythm as well. I hope you guys have enjoyed my tips. I'm off to Pilates in like five minutes. I'm always like a few minutes left to my Pilates sessions because I always do IGTV lives and podcast recordings before them. But I hope you enjoyed my tips. If you have any questions, post them here in the comments or DM me. If you're listening to my podcast or if you listen to my podcast and you're on the IGTV live, um, please share it with a friend if you love what you hear. Um, it really, really helps me reach and help more women, which is my mission. Obviously also rating and reviewing, it helps a lot. If you screenshot it and send it to me, I will thank you personally. I'll send you my 30 day journal prompts ebook, um, but I appreciate it so, so much. Thanks for jumping on anyone who's jumped on live and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hold up, girlfriend. Before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, aligned business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goss and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know, but every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.